infinite power, infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power, 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 infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power. Shauna, did you have a chance to listen to the episode that you missed, or no? And it's okay to say no. No, I did not. I did not even realize we had one. So tell me okay. what happened. <laughs> well, uh, from Aylin's perspective, she just had to rush home to check on the kids. <laughs> and the, and had uh, the babysitter uh, had, had stayed longer than they were supposed to. Um, probably helped herself. I'm assuming the babysitter's a girl. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, helped themselves to... I mean, it's 1991, so... Yeah. Helped themselves to some, some extra snacks. Probably a long-distance phone call. <laughs> um, but your siblings are, like, going bonkers once once Aelin got home because they saw all these crazy lights in the sky. Ooh... Yeah. Um, but that's really all all to report um, on on the home front. Everything everything was good. We don't have names for any of her siblings, right? We never we never named them. I think I think one of them probably got in trouble with the sitter for maybe mouthing off. Another another kid probably tried to lie and be like, "Aylin lets us have double desserts." <laughs> you know, something like that, right? Uh, but all, otherwise, all quiet on the on the home front. Um, when you get to school the next day, um, Aylin, uh you don't see you don't see Chris or Sam um, anywhere. Uh, they're not in your homeroom. Um, but who is in your homeroom is uh, Tad. Um, and so, uh, you get in, and Tad, you'll, if you remember, um, people listening remember, uh, Tad was, uh, with Brett, he was there the night that the spaceship, the flying saucer came out of the, out of Lake Maybe Gone, and, uh, he was in the back of the, of, uh, Prasad's van, and then disappeared. Uh, so this is the first time that you're seeing him. Uh, since he's disappeared, and he's sitting in his desk, and he looks um, very agitated. Um, he has a he has a Walkman with uh, the old headphones with the the foam right over the the earpieces, um, and he's he's sitting in his desk. Uh, he's blasting blasting some music, um, some kind of heavy metal. Um, and uh, he looks really, like, really agitated. He's not blasting an Ayn Rand audiobook? No, that is... <laughs> no, who would, who would do such a thing? The sign of the contagion. 
<laughs> I don't. I yeah no. Um, Aelin has not had any uh, encounters with the Fountainhead today. <laughs> that was the book, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, are, do you want to try to talk to Tad at all? Does Aelin want to talk to Tad at all, or just like leave him, leave him be? Oh no, she wants to make sure that he's okay because she's obsessed about with making sure people are okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So how do you how do you approach him? Because he's he is he's looking very aggro. So I'm thinking she needs to just kind of quietly, calmly walk up and try to tap him on the shoulder and see if she can get his attention without freaking him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, make a charm roll. We got a five. Okay. Let me think here. So, uh, you you go up, and he's got he's got a couple of pencils that he's. He's using his drumsticks, and he's being, like, really obnoxious with it, like, drumming on, like, the kids' desks next to him, um, and, like, probably on, uh, the seat in front of him, and the, the kid in front of him, the back of his head, a little bit. He's being, like, he's re- but he's, like, really angry. And your homeroom teacher, um, whose name I forget, hasn't, hasn't noticed this yet, um, uh, distracted by... Um, something else. And so, uh, Aelin goes up to Tad, um, and taps him on the shoulder, and he, uh, he's startled, um, he jumps in his chair, and he, uh, tosses, like, one of the pencils, um, uh, accidentally flies out of his hand. Um, but when you, Aelin, when you see the pencil go, um, like, your perception of its movement is a little weird. Um, and at first, like, it's almost like, it, it's just, it's strange to you. And I don't know how she would, how she would reconcile it, but it's almost like she sees the pencil kind of slow down a little bit in the air, um, before it goes wedged into the tile or the, the drop ceiling tiles. Um, and, and Tad, uh, turns around, and he's he's really mad. Um, and no, no, would Tad would Tad curse or not? I don't know. Um, but so maybe not yet. So he's like, uh, "What the hell do you want?" And so Aelin's totally put off because the last time she saw him, he was really <laughs> ill in the back of a van, and he disappeared. Yep. And so she stammers and, and doesn't really know what to do to collect her, her words, and then just you know tries to politely say, "Hey, are you okay? We didn't know where you went." Uh, he says, um, uh, how do you ask? Like, because this is somebody genuinely asking, like, is he okay? Um, I think he would probably just do, like, like, jock mode. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm fine. It's none of your business. And he puts his headphones so back on. I think she's really, like, really upset and offended, but she doesn't know him well <laughs> enough, so she just kind of walk away and yeah. go sit down and just kind of be mopey that this didn't go very well <laughs> and she Charlie Brown walked back over to her desk. Um, 
so uh, the bell rings, and um, this is '92, so there wouldn't be no there. There could be like closed circuit TV video announcements. So uh, the bell rings, and uh, your homeroom teacher um, kind of she does that thing where she like she clears her throat to try to get the class's attention. Um, and, uh, maybe in, like, a very umbrage kind of way, uh, depending on who I give you for a homeroom teacher, and I don't remember. Uh, but it's clear that Tad isn't going to pay attention to what's going on, um, and, like, the drumming is continuing and, uh, getting wilder and wilder. Um, and the, the kid sitting in front of him needs a name. Who should it be? It's a good 1990s and early 90s, late 80s kid name. Let's call him... Ta- Taylor. In, in Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, <laughs> Taylor. Taylor. I with that or Zach from Saved by the Bell, so <laughs> either way. <laughs> Zachary Taylor, former president, <laughs> sitting directly in front of uh, Aylin. Um, Zach Taylor is a uh, a smaller kid. Uh, he's kind of a pushover. Um, but this uh, this constant being like drummed in the back of the head is is really starting to make him mad. Um, he raises his hand and uh, let's see. Oh, it's Mrs. Kerensky, the social studies teacher, um, with the Boris Yeltsin picture. <laughs> I remember her being really decent. Yeah. Which is kind of awkward. Yep, yeah. Um, so, uh, Zachary Taylor, Jonathan Thomas, <laughs> raises his hand. <laughs> and. <laughs> He's, Stanley's very wealthy. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a wheel of fortune puzzle. <laughs> uh, he's like, Mrs. Krensky, Tad keeps hitting me in the head with his pencils. And Krensky's like, Tad, stop it. Um, and Tad doesn't hear, or at least he acts like he can't hear, because he's still like listening to... Uh, whatever this whatever his tape is um and so Krensky gets madder and he's like like Tad stop it headphones off um and he still ignores her and then uh she goes up and she walks down uh, the row of desks next to him and uh snatches the headphones off his head um uh and actually takes the whole Walkman from him um, and is like, you know the rules, young man. No, no distractions, no music in class. And Tad loses his mind. Tad freaks out um, on this. Um, <clears throat> he's uh, like from zero to one hundred, like just kind of like drumming, like uh, like aggressively drumming to just like incoherent screaming at her. Um, there's uh there's curses mixed in there um 
uh, threats, um, but right away, like, really, really, really upset at this. Um, probably actually doing the, like, the angry adolescent, like, scream crying kind of thing. Um, he's all, he's all red-faced, um, tears going, really, really angry. Um, Kerensky, uh, takes, like, she's taken aback at first because this isn't like Tad. Um, Tad is kind of a, I mean, he's a tool, but he's, he's not like this, right? Um, he's, uh, Tad's one of those kids on the basketball team that just gets into, he gets into hold me back kind of fights where, like, the boys stick their arms out as, like, come on, bro, but it's really a sign for their friends to grab their arms and pull them back so they don't get punched in the face. Uh, that's how, that's Tad's normal style, not this, like, like guttural screaming, crying thing. Um, so Kerensky puts the, the Walkman in her desk drawer, um, and she grabs, uh, there's a, a phone on the wall, um, she picks up the phone, presses um, a number, um, and calls for Mr. Gus. Mr. Gus is there in a flash. <laughs> um, at that point, Zach has turned his desk over. Uh, Mr. Gus grabs him, grabs Tad uh, in a bear hug, <laughs> and uh, around the waist from behind, like, hoists him up in the air. Gus is, is considerably larger than Tad, um, and carries him out of the classroom. And this is where we left off last week. Um, with uh, I know Sam and Chris and Brett out in the hallway where Brett was reading The Fountainhead <laughs> and spouting very basic uh, generic kind of oppressed teenager stuff um, at at Sam and Chris, while Chris was trying to measure his Adam's apple. <laughs> um, and so from the hallway, uh, the kids outside the classroom see Gus, uh, because this is 1992, um, they see Gus throw Tad uh, across the hall into the lockers, um, and then uh, grab Tad by the arm in a... In uh, what my mom called the mom hold, <laughs> the go-to parent grab by the bicep, kind of, kind of thing. Yep, right in the, right in the meat of the bicep, <laughs> um, and is uh, dragging him down the hall to his office. Um, at that point, uh, the PA system, um, kind of, uh, comes to life. Crackle, that's the word I'm looking for, crackles to life. Um, and the principal, uh, Mrs. Stark, uh, comes over and is just like the usual droning, emotionless announcements for the day. So, remember, rehearsals for the school play are starting soon. And lunch today is... Uh, corn dog with fries and jello. <laughs> and 
I'm imagining that you're that you're telling right now is exactly yep. how it sounds. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mrs. Stark yeah. is not. This is, she did not. I think she's one of those principals. One of those principals who never expected to be a principal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, there's Jello today. Remember, you only get one milk. Extra milk is fifty cents. Uh, congratulations to the boys' basketball team for their victory last night over whatever school they played. <laughs> that's that's me, not her. She would know. Um, or Brownstown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last thing on the announcements is that uh, the school is forming a committee for prom and all interested students should sign up outside the library at lunch today sign ups will be up all week um and the the PA crackles off uh the bell rings um and all the students from Krensky's class bail immediately <laughs> out into the hallway and it's just like this cacophony of like you wouldn't believe what just happened Tad went crazy and that's where I turn it over to all of you so uh, in, in the, uh, I'm going to use the word hullabaloo <laughs> that's a good word in this hullabaloo in this in this this chaos um does, do, I, do I need to roll to see if I see Sam, or is, are you going to let me have that one? Or if, not not Sam, Aylin. Uh, How crowded is the hall? I mean, it's crowded. It's like uh, that school in Georgia on the first day of classes with no masks crowded. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let me, um, let's see here. But... Let me, well, yeah, I want you. I want you to roll for it, and we'll we'll see. You want that to be a yeah. brains? I'm not fighting anyone. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm swimming upstream. Unless you're pushing through the crowd. Right. How do you? That the only reason I ask is uh, that that'll that'll affect my. What's your? That'll affect my, the crowd. What's your What's your highest stat? Grit. Grit. There's that that's how I, that's how I didn't get get caught get got by the yeah aliens. grit. So I can fight my I'm not like, fighting my way up upstream would not be hard, but I didn't know if you wanted how much of a challenge you wanted to make. This. <laughs> um, I mean honestly, I think that's probably what Sam would do. All right, sounds good. That is a that is a nine. Okay. Which uh, let's see. Yeah, a tip. Yeah, so the, I got my, I got, I got my, my, my rules here. Yep. A task where success is is certain for characters who are skilled at it, but not for those who aren't. Okay. A tent is a task where success is impressive, but completely expected for characters skilled at it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you get shout it. Out, you shout out to the kids on bikes. So, cool. yeah. Oh yeah, and we have to work on our our uh, report card idea. 
Sure. I totally yeah. forgot about that until just now. Because what I need is more work. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's a ten, a ten out of twelve. Okay. Or a ten, yeah, a ten, a ten on my D twelve. Oh, okay. Um, but what stat is her? T- what stat do you have the D twenty on? Uh, grit. So I'm not trampled. <laughs> so. So oh. people are trying to hold me down for. So you, you okay? So, all right. I think I got you. Um, so yeah. So you you hear the bell ring and like people are, are bailing and you saw that it was Tad. You you recognized him. Uh, you kind of like zeroed in on him, um, and pre-existing knowledge that that Alan is in that in that homeroom. Um, Sam just he, has this doing like this swim this swim move through people. Yeah, kind of pushing him to the side. Yep. Yeah. Not saying excuse me. I yeah. Don't yeah, and there are there are parts of that where, like, you see you see a couple of overpacked Jansports coming your way, <laughs> and uh, it's it seems like how how is she gonna how am I gonna do this without like taking a thermos to the funny bone or whatever? Right. Um, but it, it turns out it's like very Harry Potter and the Night's Bus kind yeah. of a thing. Um, even to her surprise a little bit, actually, um, how well she's able to just kind of like slip through, uh, un- unbothered. Um, huh. that sensation just lasts a, a very briefly of like, though I, I don't know how I got past, uh, huh. those two boys, but, um... Here we here we are. Um, but time, it wasn't it wasn't as though time stood still. It was mm-hmm. as though as though they passed through. <laughs> I I passed through them almost. Yeah, just like how you were right. like how you were describing like like moving like walking through a concert or right. even just like a crowded. I mean, we've all walked through crowds before. So like right. when you maybe she just misjudged how close they were. And she was she had got through no problem, but um, that that sure. sensation just just lasts a, a second, um, and she sees sure. she sees Aelin and like her her focus is on is on Aelin. Um and so uh, Aelin, uh Well, let's go let's go to Chris before we go back to Aelin. Um, uh Joan, what is what does Chris do in all this chaos? You know, I'm on the fence. I think she would. She wanted to go somewhere so she could look at her notes. <laughs> you know, she did. She did measure um, Brett's laryngeal prominence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she did like ask him questions. So she want to go kind of think about her data, um, and you know, doesn't want to have to deal with any of the craziness. Yeah. You know, she's one of those. I mean, unless it serves her purpose, like there, if there's a crowd to see something particularly enticing, she will go. Yeah. If she has other objectives. She'll be like, I can't, I can't deviate from what I need to do. Just, yeah. You know, she'll open her little notebook with her little golf pen pencil. <laughs> it's very, very singular of purpose. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially because Brett was reading Fountainhead. 
Yeah. Which no one should do. And that's just no. me editorializing. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, this is, I did not pick that book because I'm looking for any kind of sponsorship. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted the worst book I could imagine. <laughs> I've never read it. I only I, recognize it because it comes up in, <laughs> in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Yep, and we talked about that last week. Yeah, oh, I haven't read it either. Um, but in my in my revolutions course, so I'll say here what I say in the revolutions class once we go over and define like political beliefs in the United States today uh, is that libertarians are just stupid anarchists. <laughs> so, Correct. <laughs> that's that's all it is. Uh, intense belief in in the value of local control is good. I love- I look uh, forward to your emails. Yeah. Um, yeah, please. Whatever. Uh, uh, Santa Clausian... Let me tell you how wrong you are in various capitalized tweets. I don't care. I got tenure. Santa Clausian belief in the free market? Also there. <laughs> so, that is libertarianism. You can't see the invisible hand doesn't mean it's not there, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's Brett. Yeah, that was that was what Brett was doing. Well, yeah, she has all these theories, right? Yeah. She, you know, she wants like, you know, she she wanted to first know if he's reached puberty. Yeah. <laughs> she. That's why she measured his laryngeal prominence. Yeah. Oh, and the other before I forget too, because I I don't want this just to be putting libertarians on blast with with Brett's new direction. Uh, one thing I learned when I was doing research on this book project about the anarchist movement in the United States was that. Like extreme anarchists believed that even things like, like not just marriage, but that sex was a type of oppression because it uh, it allowed somebody else to control your time <laughs> and and your and your body. And That's very so, sad for the anarchists. Yeah, and so like there were these ex- like hardcore. Oh yeah, these people were these people were wild. There were all kinds of rumors about how they would have like nudist colonies and stuff in the, ironically, in the Northwest. <laughs> uh, yeah, like they, they check for that in an upcoming episode. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna find yeah some buried uh, anarchist archive, a real Palpatine vault here. Um, but yeah, like there was it wasn't that wasn't how most of the anarchists were. This was just a very small uh, segment of them but yeah like anything I mean, that's why they're so sad right like, they sex is bad, anything that required an appointment which is they included sex on that they thought that sex should be something that's spontaneous which I got nothing to say on that but they clearly had no children <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I can see that's where you want yep. to yep. they clearly had no children it's uh, actually correct. Yep. <laughs> so. How does next Friday 5 p.m. look for you? Let's see. What, what's the kids? No, I got, no, we got karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we have swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about... So I'll, in the morning. So all of Brett's stuff about how, how Brittany was oppressing him was very much rooted in that. Okay. Yeah. Just so I can have equal opportunity to put people on blast. <laughs> so. So Brittany was. Well, then, you know, 
Chris, Chris has read The Fountainhead because at one point she was obsessed with dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah. As all teenage girls were. So anyway, uh, Chris wants to check her uh, check out her notes, <laughs> right? That's my favorite. Name. Yeah, so she's gonna check her notes because she has all these theories, right? Remember, one of her theories was that he was um, like alien takeover, kind of like um, man invasion of the body snatchers. Yes, yep. invasion of the body snatchers, or another one that I, I liked. Um, Puppet masters, where they have a thing attached to their back. A classic. Um, and this would have been pre-Buffy, but, you know, just, like, just reminds me of the worst ever considered episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Bad Egg, which I actually love. Which one? It was, like, the one where there's that, like, they all get an egg, and they have to um, oh. take care of the egg. And then Xander actually boils his egg so that it doesn't die on him, so he won't crack it. Yeah. And then the eggs hatch, and there's like some kind of being that attaches to their back. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I don't really think. I know, but if you look at the list of ratings on each episode yeah. of Bumpy the Vampire Slayer, Bad Egg is considered one of the worst. Huh? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that. No. There's there's one episode in particular of Buffy that I think is uh, so bad that I try to act like it doesn't exist, but otherwise. Which one's that? Uh. The the season where Spike falls in love with her, yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, and it's like I can't remember if they show him assaulting her, but it's like strongly hinted at that he attacks her, and then they do the but then they do the whole love story anyway. Like that's gross, and Spike was such an interesting character that they didn't they didn't that just doesn't fit. So yeah. whatever. So then, so she has that idea that he somehow got like transformed by yep. aliens. Her other theory has to do with hormonal changes, hence why she measures his Adam's apple. Like, yep. could he just be going through the change? Yeah. <laughs> the change. <laughs> Capitalize, folks, if you're taking notes. Well, cause, cause don't forget, she has it. No, that's. I love the idea that that's how she refers to the it. change. Not puberty, <laughs> the change. Yeah, man. And so, like, he will now be, you know, he'll reach manhood. Spoken of in hushed and reverent tones. It's a funny. It's a. It's a space for like a funny childish like misunderstanding of the science too. Because, like, if Chris's mom is menopausal, then, like, she may be, like, getting her facts confused and be expecting Brett to be having hot flashes, which I think would be, <laughs> kind, <laughs> be kind of funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but she's also highly scientific, so she'd be, like, it would be one of those things where she'd wonder. I mean... The way the way she learned about it initially was her mom gave her Judy Bloom's "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret," <laughs> <laughs> thinking that that would be enough <laughs> to learn about stuff. And she was like, "Yeah, this isn't going to work." So she, you know, Chris would probably not <laughs> gone to the library and got a human physiology book. She she wrote a letter to yeah. Judy Bloom asking for like her reference page. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Where are your citations on this? You Miss got, Bloom. Because <laughs> I'm like wondering, 
know, I mean, it's just such a funny thing. Is it's one of those things where all girls are like, "Have you got it? Have you got it? Have you got it?" And Chris is just not, you know, it doesn't compute with her. She's like, yeah. whatever. The change will occur when the change will occur. Yeah. And so she has, so she has the hormonal perspective. She has the alien perspective. And she's also, I think she'd also have some curiosity at, you know, what Britney's role is in this. Because all of a sudden they went from all lovey-dovey yep. to him, you know, believing that Britney is an anchor, like an albatross around yeah. his neck. Yep. So she kind of, I think she would duck into any room she saw where no one was there. And yeah. then she'd like open her little notepad and kind of ponder each of those, which one is most likely. Right. Yeah, you know, and and considering that Brett, I mean, I'm, I come from Portugal, so most teenage boys are pretty facially hairy because it's just <laughs> it's just an ethnic thing. But I'm guessing Brett wouldn't have like nope. had much facial hair. So her reaction would be, well, the Adam's apple is not as prominent as I would believe necessary for the change to have occurred. <laughs> Therefore, that leaves two other possibilities. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> One of two. <laughs> aliens. Even aliens. I mean, that's always the two. Right? <laughs> aliens, or he's just, or, and then she has, he's just so heartbroken by Britney's mm. disappearance mm. that, you know, he's like in some kind of fugal state and doesn't really, has, doesn't really compute. I think she determined that he's. He doesn't have he doesn't have all the markers of puberty, and she really didn't get into other markers that you know long showers or whatever is associated with male puberty. <laughs> 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 so, so, and I think because she believes that Brittany was abducted, she's going to go with the alien one. Now, her question would be, what kind of alien is it? An alien that um, takes over your mind? Is it? And she's also big on the alien series. Of the movies, right? Is it a chestburster? Like, is is he is he incubating something? Right, you know, because like, and there's a big there's a big. I, I was watching. I don't know if you guys seen that that show on um, Sci-Fi: The Great Debate. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and so there was a big like discussion about which one of the alien aliens alien or aliens was better. Um, <laughs> I'm still yeah. waiting for the change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to check out your... Oh, 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 I want to talk about it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, because it actually... The Adam's is isn't actually, like, a real thing. It's just, like, the, the like cartilage bone thing that just protrudes in males. I did not I know I looked that. it up. <laughs> well, Chris has to be informed. <laughs> as you can see, I don't have one. But I was just wondering how that worked. Oh. Anyway, so she's leaning towards the alien. Now her question, her next question has to be: A, how did the alien get in? If he got into him, is he possessed by an alien, or is he being mind controlled by an alien? And now her next job would be to figure out if he has any kind of like insect-like attachments, <laughs> kind of like ticks on him. <laughs> so that's her next kind of big um, adventure trying to figure out if you know because it could be different ways did he ingest 
the alien? Is that how he's being mind controlled? Or is there something going to be popping out of him at some point? Yep. Or does he have some tick like that's like maybe at the back of his head? Mm-hmm. <laughs> New goal. <laughs> so that's so that's her next mission is to kind of like. Um, but then if Tad is also acting weird. She might need to, I mean, because one observation means nothing, so she might also have to go observe Tad, because yeah. you know, scientifically and empirically we need more cases. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. how everybody's like, yeah, Yep, sense. yep, an N of one. <laughs> an N of one isn't going to get her no, published no. anywhere. <laughs> and the symptoms are a little bit different. Yes. So, you know, she might have some theories as to maybe there's a hierarchy among the aliens, and maybe Brett's a little bit of all, or Tad, you know. And so one of them is being groomed to take over while the other one is a foot soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the gigantic leaps in, in her logic. <laughs> like obviously it's aliens and obviously he must have something attached to his the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, his, and obviously she has to look at Tad because Tad's acting weird too and he was there too. Yeah. Okay. And Brittany's still missing. Yeah. Yep, Brittany has uh yeah, that was that was something that came up. Is that uh, uh, Brett has no idea, um, has no interest in where she is. And remember, uh, Brad said that um, Brett was acting weird and wanted to go to the library later. Yeah, and his dad was all pissed about it. Yeah, and his dad was mad <laughs> uh, about going to the library to get a library card. Um. Okay, so it sounds like uh, our three heroes, such that they are, <laughs> are uh, gonna have a have a confab in the hallway between classes, uh, to just to to try to figure out next steps, um, and and have a chance to talk to Aylin about what happened in the classroom with Tad. So I think Chris would probably stay there instead of going off to, to calculate everything and and do this cost-benefit analysis of of her various theories. Yeah, she's gonna want to share with them, and I think I think Sam will be is is gonna be horrified by her her perspective on puberty versus alien versus heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's have the three let's have the three girls uh, meet up in the hallway. Um. Right after Aylin got out of homeroom, so this is all happening now, and, and just have them kind of uh, trade notes on what happened, what's going on, um, and see what see what the others think about this. So Sam goes up to Aylin. Um, sorry, we're building up. My two-year-old is building a, another wing of the house. Apparently, sorry. Um, <laughs> Sam will Sam will uh, go up to Aylin and. Um, after everything kind of dissi- starts to dissipate and, and ask, are you okay? Also, what happened with Tad? Because you disappeared last night, um, which I get, I guess. But what's going on with what's going on with Tad? Did you talk to him at all? So Elin is totally confused and upset because. She was worried about Tad, and Tad just acted like a jerk, and she doesn't know what she did to offend him. 
but she was trying to help, but now she's just like doing one of those, I'm speaking too fast and talking over myself because I, I feel bad, but I don't know why I feel bad. And I feel stressed, but I don't know why I feel stressed. One of Whoa. those kind of moments. Whoa. Whoa. I was uh, being in. Uh, that's how no, she I feels. know. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> Sam, and Sam goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm, calm down. Calm down. It's too much. It's too early. Uh, are you are you okay? Is anything like? Are you uh, uh, okay? Because that was a wild. That was a wild times. <laughs> so Anna would briefly tell Sam what Andy already relayed as far as okay. what she experienced when she right. went home. Um, but then she would jump back into. What the heck did I do to upset Tad? What did we do to him? Why, have you seen him before now? And then she would start debugging no into that again. No one cares. Why did he freak out? No one cares. <laughs> no one cares about that. Why did he freak out? Because I saw, I saw, I saw what Mr. Gus. That. And, and she'd say, "I have no idea. I just, I he looked upset, and I wanted to see if he was okay. And then he freaked out, and then he screamed, and then there's a pencil, and it was so slow, and I don't know what happened. Wait, what? <laughs> Why is? What? I don't know. About a pencil? I don't Why know. That's mess? just exasperated. I don't know. Is he reading the fountain pen? Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would he do that? That's what I gotta look at. Here's why. Because Brad's acting real weird too. Brad. Brad. Brad Brad's acting weird because Brad's a weirdo. But Brad's acting weird like in a different way. He's like uh, trying to act like too cool for school. Usually he was just a dork. Like, you know, like a tool. But now he's like, I don't know, like reading? Like a book? Like an actual book? Not like a picture, not like, like one of those kids' books. Not like the Hardy Boys, like like he does. But like a real book. Because so Sam, Sam, ha- Sam hasn't read it because Sam doesn't give a crap about Ayn Rand, nor should she. But she hasn't read it, so... <laughs> Um, but but she does know it's an actual book, and that's weird. That's weird for that's weird for Brett. So she, so something's going on. That's why I wanted to see if you were okay. Because if he's freaking out, we heard a scream, and Brett and Brett's reading. Then I want to make sure that you're okay. No, I'm fine. But something happened to them. They're not okay. For for context, for for cultural context purposes, Tad was listening to. Uh, an album that came out August 1991, so it fits. Uh, Metallica by Metallica. That's a great album. I was yep. either going to say it was Metallica or or Black Flag. No. <laughs> no. 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 But <laughs> so what does but what does Tab normally listen to? So so we can like identify. REM. No, no, not REM. Backstreet Boys. To. Uh, <laughs> late new kids on the block. <laughs> Latter day and KOTB. <laughs> no, I uh, I mean Tad is a white kid on basketball team, so he's he's firmly in the MC Hammer kind of. Ex- yeah, yep. Tad Tad probably wears Zubaz to class. Um, Outstanding. Yeah. Zubaz, like, ice? Yeah, yeah, yep. That, yeah. that was a very popular song, so he would yep. be listening to whatever is popular. Yeah, uh, Tad. Tad has Tad has tried to have a couple of lines shaved into this into the side of his head. 
Um, like ledges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why do we do that? I only laugh, I only laugh and know what that is. Cause yeah, because... Jackie Boy out from 1991. Yep. Did you, did you oh. do that, Mike? Mm-hmm. That's right. Did last week... Absolutely. Last... No, I didn't. I didn't have ledges. I, w- I would have been more... More of Brett. Uh, Brett had the butt cut. I didn't have that. I had a skater cut what in 1990. Cut? What's a butt cut? part down the middle. Oh, like, uh, like time? Yeah. Plastered. And yeah, normally it was plastered to his head, but when we... This new, this uh, Brett 2.0, uh, didn't didn't put all the hairspray and gel in his hair. And so his yeah, hair... Yeah, because he didn't shower, remember? His hair was, like, was trained... He looks really greasy, but it's kind of like that. It's kind of frizzy and all over. But still, sure. with that that buzzsaw part down the middle. Well, okay, okay. Well, so should we just? This is Sam saying to. So what do we do? Do we just go to class like nothing happened, or like what? I mean, I don't mind skipping. Chris probably Chris probably does, but. No, no, no. Chris, 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 I, 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 don't, I don't mind skipping because if it means we need to take, we need to collect more data. Oh, all right, great. Uh, again, again, playing, playing this as my as the blunt self. Sorry. No, like, no, no. Oh, we need to all right, more cool, data. cool. Uh, fine. Um, what are, what are we? What do you want to do? Maybe the, we need to telling people tab. about this. We need to get Tad and Brett in the same room. Well, how... What? How are we going to do that? How are we going to... So, Aelin, because Aelin is is in charge of everything, uh, Aelin would know that they are all supposed to be at play rehearsal that night, oh, which we haven't, yeah. we we had left the play rehearsal stuff. It has to be a dream. <laughs> you, that's, oh man, I totally forgot about. Yeah, they had, they had taken a break for uh, the holiday, but uh, they're back, uh, and, uh, and, you know, maybe Brittany will be there, because Brittany is, okay, is the female fine. lead with, uh, and there was another boy, and I forget his name, was it Jesse? Who, yes. who was was the male lead because Brett right. Brett bombed his tryout. Um, Chris is the Chris is the tech crew, the the one the one girl tech crew. Um. All right. So then do we Sam try is a tree. I forget what Aelin was cast as. So then, do we try and like? Aelin wasn't in the play. She goes to work. No. Oh, that's right. She's got to go to work. That's well, right. We're both, oh. we're both there. Do you want? Should we try and? I know you got to work. Like, should we try and talk to him at at play rehearsal, or should we try and get him to come to the diner? You should try and get him to come to the diner, and I shouldn't talk to them first because I totally blew it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll I'll see what I'll see what I can do. I'll see. If, I'll see if we can bring them. Like, are you, you're going to be there after after we're done with rehearsal? Like, you're going to be there. I mean, I don't want to bring these. I don't want to bring these two weirdos. Like, they're more weird now. You know that, right? Like, they were dumb before, but now they're dumb and weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be there. I'm going to be doing side work until I die. Uh, that's 
sounds terrible. All right. <laughs> I don't know what side work is. So we'll, you have clearly never worked in a restaurant. <laughs> I haven't worked in a restaurant. Um, Alan's got that I 2020 have, attitude. I, is, <laughs> I do not. But, but Sam would not know what side work is because that's not her hustle. So she's like, okay, well, whatever side work is, we'll, we'll try and bring them in and like, and, and get him and get him to talk to us somehow. I don't know. We'll, okay, we'll, that's we'll, your job. You're in charge of that, Sam. I don't. Uh, Maybe we can I, offer them free fries. I'll Maybe tell. Okay, that's a good idea. Fries. I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can hide some free fries. I'll, I'll, I'll order them and then say somebody gave them back. Yeah, I don't like that idea. Uh, but I don't like you had that idea. But I like that idea. <laughs> So we'll say that we'll say that we we'll say that we'll tempt them with food. That's a good idea. That's a I begrudgingly think that's a good idea. Well, I have lots of brothers and sisters, right? She's the youngest of like that's a gazillion. True. That's true. So yeah, okay. So we'll do we'll do that. So uh, we'll watch watch for us. Keep an eye out for us. All right. At, at the Mustardium. Well, and Chris would need to like maybe make sure that she had ample supply to collect specimens off them. <laughs> hair. My hair! Hair! What are you talking about? Maybe some saliva, nothing more. Yeah. Listen, if Chris wants to collect saliva, that's fine. Chris Chris is going to be like the the busser for this table. <laughs> like, I see a part-time job opportunity here. It's like grabbing, grabbing the glass with like... <laughs> With napkins, like yep. trying to like put it in an well, evidence bag. No, she'd be weirder because like she'd she be grabs some she grabs some tongs from the kitchen, trying to look professional. <laughs> <laughs> grab, just grab a fry with a tweezer, stick it in her to get a little test tube. In a test tube that she has in her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Try no. right, that's the plan. I'm trying to remember. Like an old movie or a show or something with like a waitress who is like really like chatty and friendly, and just seeing like like Chris trying to emulate something that she saw on TV because she she would know that she doesn't have the social skills to do this, but doing it as a way to try to get like a chance to like pluck one of their hairs out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just uh, something like that to like, be like really like really friendly and like gum snapping kind of sassy waitress, but only 14 years old, and trying to, like, serotypically like, pull a hair out, or or whatever. Trying to remember what's and just, and just going on and being like, hi, I'm, I'm your sassy waitress. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Something lost in my memory, but... Love it. Okay, so we've got us. We've got two scenes set up for next week. Now we have play rehearsal. <laughs> See, um, you know, so Archie, Bu- remember Archie Bunker's place, the spinoff from, um, the spinoff from All in the Family. I don't know. I don't. Well, there was. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> and there was like a. Uh, Something to do, but there was a kid on that. Um, the dude, 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 dude. 
um, like the precocious kid that uh, it, it ran between 79 and 83 so maybe Chris has seen like was watching like old videotapes of, of All in the Family or because uh, that takes place in a diner yeah you know what I'm probably thinking about I'm probably, I bet I'm thinking about something from Happy Days she Ralph Mouth <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> What's the what's what's the uh, potsy? Chris has a potsy, yeah, potsy? a Donnie Most poster up poster up in her room. <laughs> wow, what a! I, I, I actually kind of like the idea, and I, I don't know, Gene, if you like this idea, but I like the idea that she tries as hard to be Al from Happy Days <laughs> as she can. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Like, that's the only reference he has with Happy Days. I really like that idea. Took one of her dad's greasy t-shirts to wear. (laughs) And his apron that's dragging on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Aggressively unconvincing. It's so stupid. It's gonna be awesome. It's so so good. It's it's wonderful. You guys, you guys, get out of here! From here, from here, the project just becomes uh, a Happy Days fanfic. <laughs> so we're gonna. So, so Sam, there he is. There he is. For uh, oh no, or what was it? The Peach Pit isn't that Saved by the Bell? No, that's uh, the Max. The Max is the Max. The Max yes, is from. Yep. It's from uh, uh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. So ours are in keeping with all of the great nineties nineties drama and television. Yeah. We also have we have ours. You're welcome. You know, Maple Oak does need like a a kids club, right? That needs, it needs like a youth hangout spot because obviously it wouldn't be the Mustardium. They need, but they need like the Max or the Bronze or something like that. Yeah, like it, it's the it would be like yeah. If it were the eighties, it'd be the arcade. Yeah, but it's in the middle of nowhere, so it's got to be like a parking lot behind or something yeah. like that. Like, you know what I mean? What if it's a bowling alley? I would they go to a bowling alley? Chris, Sam wouldn't care. Sam would never go. But would that be? That'd be where the cool kids hung out because there'd be some video games and um, uh, yeah, video uh, games, a lot of smoking, lots ample ample smoking and pinball machines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and some and Tetris. And every so often, one of the one of the attendants would look the other way when uh, Brad would come in, and a pitcher of beer would go missing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we got. I didn't have anything for Brad this week. I felt bad all week Not about Brad. Brad. Yeah. Brad, Brad would never do such a thing. No, I felt I bad all Brad. week about how how Brad looked last episode, and so this is my mea culpa that Brad is not intended <laughs> to be making fun of anybody. Uh, Brad is actually way smarter than uh, he realizes. So. Brad's a treasure. And yeah, yeah. Brad is, Brad is the best. So we did such a good job of, of making Brad feel worried about his brother last week that 
after we recorded, I was like, oh man, I hope that didn't go too far. <laughs> that that may have gone a little too far. <laughs> yeah. No, He's gonna end up being he's gonna end up being the MVP, and I'm I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, we, there, pretty, yeah, there has to be a way sure. for Brad to for Brad to be the hero of this. So, in in keeping with the with like the Stranger Things narrative, there's like w- like with Bob, you're like Bob kind of is weird, and then you're like, oh Bob, you're the re- you're the real hero. <laughs> Spoilers, too. All right. We will leave it there for this week. Yay! Big, big plans for next week. Play rehearsal. Uh, an Ocean's Eleven style con job at the Mustardium. Trying to. <laughs> I, I love that next week I'm going to have to ch- try and charm my way through, and it is my lowest die. <laughs> it's so going to be embarrassing. It's going to be absolutely wonderful. If you like awkward situations. And hijinks. Stay tuned. I don't think anybody would would be listening to this podcast if they were not into awkward situations. 